0: of I know you lying we are live Palms Casino and Resorts in Las Vegas Vegas uh, Vegas
1: Vegas Vegas yes what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so guys Nakia how's the, the trip been okay guys so we have been in Vegas uh, since thurs- Thursday and today is Saturday, so it's Thursday. We're currently just getting dressed right now, so this is a very like live and authentic podcast. Yes. Um, oh man, it was hard y'all getting here. I mean, because I had to wake up extra, extra early. We had to wake up really early to get here. Yes. Uh-oh.
1: Vegas, well, Vegas is a lot of fun. I will say, if you do plan to come, because there's so much to do, write out an itinerary or like mm-hmm. have a plan when you come here. Because if not, <laughs> you'll be like, it's going to show. And you, know, you want to take advantage of your trip, full advantage of your trip. Yeah. So in order to make the best of it,
0: please write out a plan before you come. Because mm-hmm. there's so much to do. Um, Vegas is just such, it's a big city with... with with so much to do so it's just like so condensed i guess is what we're say. yeah it's really condensed and everything is just there's just too much to do in a small space and you think everything is really close but it's not everything is not so don't i do not recommend walking in heels and um the ubers (laughs)
1: are even weird like the ubers here only pick you up in certain locations so be aware of that if you do decide to come and you really gotta ask questions like you just you're gonna to have to ask questions because there's no way you're gonna know mm-hmm. everywhere to go here. This mm-hmm. is so much.
0: Definitely have to be comfortable asking random people. Hey, where's the Uber hey, where's the train this in this hotel? Yes. And I was like, I wonder if other like if other major cities do that. Except for Dallas, like Dallas doesn't. Yeah, Dallas doesn't. But I guess I don't know. And it's
1: I will fun. say this: the people that work here, they show you so much hospitality.
0: Surprisingly um, to me, I
1: was surprised. We've met some of I think the nicest, like the nicest Uber driver I think I've ever met in my life. Just everyone here is so nice. They're kind. They're patient. Um, so that's a good thing. one reason why you should come to Vegas.
0: Yes, ma'am. Um, also, I would say another reason to come to Vegas. Of course, it's an experience in my life. I mean, there's just so much going on. Last night we went to Dre's nightclub, but that was so much fun. Like, I think that was like one of the best nightclubs I've ever seen in my life. It was just like. I seen from from a movie, oh, and it's see. like
1: diverse. You get a mixed crowd. They're gonna play like throwback music, yes. the, the jumping throwback music. Yes. Um. So yeah, I definitely want to come back during the summer because it's like they have like a pool thing. Like they're known for their pool parties, mm-hmm. and I definitely want to come back during the summer to see what that's about. Yes. So let me. We have a little f- story time for y'all. So Nakia, um, Kiana, and I, which is one of our other minor sisters. We all, you know, one of the things that we want to do on this trip was do like activities. So we did like the um, ATVs, and y'all, 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 it's not what it you think it is. It is very difficult to ride on those ATVs. It's not easy. And if y'all
0: don't know what ATV is, it's kind of a four wheeler. Basically, like a four wheeler. So recently, we were like trying to like, do four wheeling in the desert. Um, which is hard because there's a lot of big rocks. It's a lot of big rocks. If you're not educated on how to use one of those, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, clearly me and adisha were struggling. we so did, tell you the story. We've even made it to the crap. We didn't. We didn't.
1: Y'all, that thing was so hard. But you know what? Granted, like when I look back, I'm happy we didn't because I kind of going have fell off. <laughs>
0: Also, with the place that we went to, uh, quick plug-in is called Sun Buggy. Rentables. Sun Buggy. They're real cool. We got a Groupon for them, and they were really nice, really cool people. Um, but they do charge you $100 if you roll over the four-wheeler. So the four-wheeler, like, t- like, falls over while you're on it. Which can easily happen. Yes. They will charge you money for that because they have to pay to get it, like, basically paid for the fact that it's not – it can't be used anymore because it's – it got um ran over Uh, okay froze over basically yeah
1: someone we saw yesterday they literally like flipped on it yes
0: and i was like i really hope nobody does that's why me and she was just like you know what we're not gonna do this we're gonna go ahead and go just sit with our guide and his little son his little dude buggy thing um
1: so there is a guy who's gonna who like uh leads the entire tour and um he has like four seats in his like um Heart. Mm-hmm. and so if you don't feel comfortable driving it he'll let you sit in with him yeah. and it was just so beautiful just yes. being able to be in the desert it's and good. just the mountains exactly things. so y'all don't judge us <laughs> we really tried to make it work but we feel like you know what if we're not comfortable with this we don't want to slow up the whole group having him having to
0: constantly stop to help right, us right because you did have to stop periodically to help people and i feel like i was the one people who really don't you know, have to stop every like 10 feet so <laughs> i'm so glad that. then it takes away from the trip right so. Other like people's experience are also pain, you know. Exactly.
1: So, I would recommend if y'all come, try it. Give it a try because it is definitely a lot of fun to do. The we, next activity, what do we do? We did zip lining, <laughs> y'all. We literally have been checking stuff off our bucket list. Yes. <laughs> that was the probably most scariest thing I've done in my life. <laughs>
0: i can relate uh it was just scary just leading up so for me it was scary leading up to the moment so you have to walk up like three four flights of stairs just to get to the zipline thing um so it's zip line on Fremont street if y'all ever heard of that it was but the actual experience itself was really really fun yeah it's really, a lot of fun i'm glad i did it
1: and then they make you like once they hook everything up There are like three steps that literally make you step down and you literally look down. and You just see the ground. You're like hanging. And bro, my legs were just like shaking. I'm like, God, Ah. God, please. Protect me. Please protect me, God, because I can't go out like this in Vegas.
0: Well, yeah, y'all, that was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun to do. So real quick, before we get to you know some other topics in today's podcast, I want to do a quick little recap of our week leading up to Vegas. So this is new thing I want to do, Adisha, called Happy Crappy. So you are gonna talk about one happy thing that what happened in during this whole week, or one crappy thing that happened in this week. We're more like we'll one of each, actually. Okay, happy crappy. Happy Crappy. So you want to start. Uh, start. <laughs> let's start with
1: the bad and then go to the good. So start with the crappy part. the Crappy it?
0: part of my week. Um, I would say it was just I was very I got behind in my homework. So just a refresher, I am in grad school. And so like last weekend, was last weekend, all oh, everything joined together for me. Last weekend I was I got um, behind due like some family problems. So I spent a lot of my time with like leading up to Vegas just doing homework every night. So that's kind of why we we're also behind on. The, Releasing our podcast from last week, just because I was trying to catch back up, but everything's okay. So and then a happy thing that happened this week. Oh, I oh I found out that I got uh, my first like A on an assignment. So, Woo! Assignment. Ace um, in life. Yes, yes, <laughs> ma'am. And then of course coming to Vegas, I think that was also like a super amazing experience for me. So my crappy part of this week was the fact that
1: tuesday which was two days before our trip technically a day and a half because we left extremely early on thursday mm-hmm. i got extremely sick like i thought i had the fucking flu <laughs> so time that i felt like i could have been dedicating to packing yeah. or just like getting other things together i spent like literally trying to
0: survive survive
1: <laughs> basically um you know texas weather right now it is ridiculously cold it's crazy And so when the weather kind of goes up and down, it tends to affect my immune system. Yeah. And then on top of that, me not really getting a lot of sleep because of my job currently. You know, I work for a statewide campaign. So we're doing a lot of traveling, a lot of different events and different things like that. So at this point, I'm not getting as much sleep, Mm -hmm. which that in turn affects your immune system.
0: Right.
1: So, you know, I have been drinking vitamin C, like really trying to, you know, take my vitamins to avoid getting sick. And it's like... Nothing helped. But then I realized, you know what, Adesha? Are you really taking care of yourself the way you should be? And no, I'm not. I'm not eating the right things. I'm not working out. Like, what do you expect, you know? And so when I get back home, that's something I really want to take full advantage of is really taking care of myself, you know? And so that was the crappy part of this week. Um, The happy thing is, okay, so... Y'all know that uh, (laughs) law school is the plan for me, uh, and has been for a very long time. So, I took my LSAT again, maybe like a few weeks ago. Um, And so, the thing is, the scores got released while we were in Vegas. (laughs) So, I said to myself before I came, I said, you know what, Audisha? You're not going to open up the email, because they email you your score. They just email it with a number on it. I said, I'm not going to open up my email because if I do, I'm going to get the urge to go look. And if my score is not what I want it to be, I'm going to be really, really pissed. So out of nowhere, yesterday, we were in an Uber car and I got something pop up on my phone. And it was like, congratulations on your high LSAT score. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and rip the bandaid and look and be mad if I'm mad. I opened it up, y'all, and I scored nine points. More than what I had the last time. I am now in full ride scholarship range. Y'all, when I tell y'all, God is so good, y'all. God is so good. Like That test, y'all, has been probably one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my entire life. Um, I felt like I did all I could do. And it's just like my score wasn't what I wanted it to be. But now it's there. Mm. I tell God, I said, this time, this is my last, this is my third time taking this test. <laughs> I'm not taking this test again, God. So if this is what you want for me, the path you want me to go down, we got to make it work. And if it's not, God, I'm going to have to just figure out something else. So that's the path we made. And, y'all, God delivered. He delivered. Time.
0: Every time. But
1: Every time. in order for him to deliver, you got to put in that work, yes, too. Yeah, right. You can't ask him for stuff and not expect to grind, put some grind behind mm-hmm. it. You know, so that's why I had to learn. Because I feel like the other times I took the exam, I was in college. I mean, I was in SGA. I was um, on the exec board in my chapter. I was in various organizations. And I feel like I couldn't really dedicate the time I needed to to study for the test. But... I'm happy I low key took this year off because had I not, I would have just settled for something that I really didn't, didn't want to do. Yeah. So y'all, all I'm gonna say is, if something is not going the way you want it to go, keep praying, keep grinding, and but keep trying. So
0: woo, that is the highlight. I'm still on the high, y'all. <laughs> when I get back home, I'm turning up. Amen. See, I'm telling you, Anisha. Like, I can completely, literally, Anisha's story is very like. Pretty much the same thing I went through, y'all. we taking my exam for grad school. I took my grad my, my my exam I took my exam three times as well. know, the, the third time I had the same competition with God. I said, Lord, this is the last time I'm taking this test. I said if it doesn't work out, then I know for a fact this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And I got the exact score that I needed. So it's just again, like doing your work. I studied all I studied every single day. For the summer mm-hmm. like every, the every day I, I I put some time, I maybe like 30 minutes to 40 minutes or so um studying. And I'm telling you, it pays off. You it, just have to do your work. So just to reiterate that, guys, just do your work. Do your own work. It literally pays off,
1: bro. And let me tell you this. Like, with anyone who's interested in taking the law school exam, don't be like some people and study that say 10 hours a day. Because they'll tell you that you need to be studying 10 to 12 hours a day. I did not study 10 to 12 hours a day <laughs> at all. <laughs> you can study in increments. So like I told you, I work for a campaign, so we're on the road a lot. So anytime you're on the road, I'm just like, having like a down period i'll just sit there for like 30 minutes and just go through the questions because it's all about repetition and understanding mm. the skill set so you don't have to study for a large amount of time because i shut down when i do that. i have man. to study in increments but i did that increment studying for over the course of six months that's a lot of so lot of,
0: lot of you
1: have to yeah. do the small increments over a course of time you can't do it a few weeks before the test and then expect to just get a hot like you really have to dedicate yourself to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, if anybody needs any tips or you want any anybody to talk talk through with, please
0: DM me. I'll be more than happy to walk you through that. All right. So moving on to the next segment in our show, tell me what you heard. Tell me what you heard is basically our entertainment portion or hot topic, if you want to you know say it like that. So, Adisha. Tell me what
1: you heard. Girl, so, I know y'all have been on the Shade Room and on Twitter, on social media. <coughs> if not, you've been on The Rock if you of don't course. know what's going on. So, there's a situation. So, let's backtrack. As we all know, a few weeks ago, Kobe Bryant um, tragically passed away in a helicopter crash. Um, it's been really difficult. It was a really difficult thing for us all to understand. But yeah. aside from that... um There are some individuals, very prominent individuals in the media who have taken this situation and have kind of almost tried to, like, tarnish the legacy that Kobe Bryant set forth, in my opinion. This is my opinion. So, as we all know, Gail,
0: Gail did interview What was the intro? So, she interviewed with Lisa Leslie. Um, um, If you all know who Lisa Leslie is, she is a WNBA WNBA player. um, Very, very... What's the word? Legendary. Legendary. um, In the WNBA. And basically, I'm not... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the full interview. I didn't see the full interview. I saw the snippet on the shade room, and I read some articles about it. And just, of course, seeing people's reaction on social media. Gail basically was talking to uh, Lisa about, you know, Kobe Bryant's legacy. And if the allegations from the rape case happened, you know, years and years ago, if that basically affects his legacy, if that affects it... And me, Adisha, and everybody else <laughs> feels like that's just completely inappropriate. Like this really inappropriate. He just passed away. We need to check on his family. And he's gone now. So whether or not it, it does or not, he's gone. So let's just move forward. And remember that the people there are people mm-hmm. out there who are really suffering and hurting from this. Mm-hmm. Like you're worried about the wrong thing.
1: I feel like some people, I feel like in the media you have two options, especially when you have a position like Oprah and Get Yes. You have two yeah. options. You can either stick to your morals and stick to doing what's right, or you can do things to try to gain more views. Yeah, and too. I feel like that's what she tried to do, Stay right but it, it, it backfired on her. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was really insensitive and inappropriate. And they're saying now that like... What station was it that they recorded it through? Was it NBC or ABC? One of those. And they basically yeah. said that they had already planned out the dialogue like the questions and different things like that. But she didn't have to read those questions out. Mm-hmm. She could have chosen not to. She has enough money where she can decide, hey, even if she wanted to walk away from all of that, she could have. Right. You know what I'm saying? But she chose to do that mm-hmm. and she chose to bring down a black brother whose family, friends, and fans, essentially, are still hurting right. from that. This man is not even in the ground yet. Yeah. And you're sitting up here asking those type of questions. So I feel like it was really inappropriate. And, and sensitive. As a friend, Oprah, of course, she's coming to her defense and saying, you know, um, that... Uh, it wasn't her intentions, me. basically,
0: yeah. and how Gail is, you know, really hurting right now and receiving death threats and she's just not, you know, in the, in the interview, uh, Oprah was like, she's not doing well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know.
1: And at least didn't have a problem with it. But, I mean, what if she did have a problem with it, she just chose not to express it right there. Because, right. Like, what's the point of us even having a conversation with it for you to ask me something like that? Correct. I now see where you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. I felt like as a friend, Oprah needs to tell her friend, hey, that wasn't okay. We got to hold our friends accountable <laughs> when they do wrong.
0: But I'm also, loving. I mean, I don't even. I I really can't say I expect Oprah to do that because Oprah, I mean, isn't really what he Does the same thing. I mean, um, people have been talking about how both Gail and Oprah are a threat to our black men. Um, when you think about the documentary that Oprah released and she was kind of behind about Neverland, about Michael Jackson and the and the, and the children that um, accused him of you know like molestation and things like that. It's, it's like a like then like you know now grown up. T- so, talking about the story. Now, that happened in the 90s. It is 2020 now. I mean, I, he was released like, 2019, 2018. But still, like, why are you still talking about this? Michael Jackson is gone. Why? If he did, if, he, if he, he, he was not found guilty, so it's, it's over. It's over, and he's, and he's gone. He's He's gone. He's in the ground. Let the man rest. Let the, Let the man rest. rest in peace for his sake. But like, well, the thing I don't do do understand that.
1: is they come for these black men, but there are a lot of affluent white men, too, that are out here doing the same things, such as Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm.
0: Except... Matt, I was, like, I mean, still didn't get in trouble. I mean, like, things like that, like,
1: Elvis Presley, who married a, what, 15-year-old girl? <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about, let's talk about everybody.
0: But, you know, it's always... It's, I feel like it's just always black the black yeah um, our black community in general that just always gets but you're worse, doing this worse. shit
1: for money clearly mm-hmm.
0: and it's worse when you do it to your own people that's the thing
1: you're <laughs> I your own people. Uh, you're, these people that you have invited on your show and different things like that you're going around tearing them
0: down basically yeah well, we need to figure that out we need to come together as a community i mean and not just over somebody's death because i feel like we do come together when somebody dies like when kobe died we're all you know coming together for that but
1: it um, shouldn't take that. No, exactly. Period. But that's what happens a lot of times. We wait, you know. And it takes something tragic to happen
0: for us to all um, come together. To get it. So I, I guess understand. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. So next, uh, let's talk about this coronavirus. Because... Ooh, baby. I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm scared. I'm real scared, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to live my life. <laughs> I'm trying to go to school, trying to finish all school. Right. Finish all stuff. I don't... I don't I don't know. Um, I don't... All I want to say about that is just wash your hands, you know, I've I heard tips to so definitely make
1: sure that she was drinking a lot of vitamin mm-hmm. C, so get your orange juice in because you don't want your immune system to be weak, and then if you catch it, they do not have a cure for it right now. It's going to take them at least a year worth of research in order to find a something to help it. So, if you get it, it's a great chance you may die <laughs> if you catch it because antibiotics... It's not gonna work. Does not do not work for this. It only works for the flu. So terrifying. Um Pray for the human race. Yeah, they really can't help you out with it. Um the doctor who actually did research on this, he has peaked died this week. So y'all really be watching people too who be coughing and doing all and then we were in the airport thing. Yes
0: the airplane and i feel
1: like it's too many people too close to me they coughing i literally got up and walked to the other side because i said listen i ain't got
0: time for this that's why you were over there we yeah came. that's why i
1: moved people <laughs> were sitting up here coughing and then you're not coughing covering your mouth mm-hmm. vampire cough like
0: ugh. Ugh. okay guys so just like me and anisha talked about in the very first episode we i guess we're still kind of being recent college graduates but we just want to talk about little about a little bit about our story um about post-grad life and what and that and how post-grad depression is real it's real, real very yeah. much real so do not invalidate someone else's experience when it comes to that because it's real it's real we also posted uh questions on our instagram story so we want
1: to go through those and um before we go through those we do want to kind of share kind of what our experience has been thus far yes so nakia
0: what has it been like since she graduated from college so i feel like i graduated like yesterday but it's been almost a year which is kind of quite crazy to me um when i graduated so i started working um which very birthday before i had a full-time job but it was not in the field i wanted it to be but still i was money coming in and I, it was just a big adjustment. It was hard because I was so used to always having everybody around me when I wanted them to be there. Uh, you know, just just calling up a friend, you know, in college, being like, hey, let's go here, let's go to the cafeteria, let's go do this, and you can't do that anymore. Let's go to the mall, you know, because all your friends are now working, they're working just like you are, and nobody, you have to make time for that type of stuff. So there's, not, there's no more of a drop of a dime, let's go do this, let's go do no. that. So that was kind of hard, and also uh, it was hard because for me, also because i was so used to always being a student, and I didn't have that anymore. Like, I was so used to just having like a routine. I mean, not a routine, but like me just living my life, like doing what I want to do on my own time. And I felt like with a full time job, I didn't really have that. it not have time to do that. My job, I worked from nine nine a.m. to six Monday through Friday. I mean, well, basically Monday. I was five, five five days out of the week because I was off on um, off two days, but it was just hard, cause for one, I worked on the weekends, so that was hard for me. Cause all my friends, the time I, I could have been out with my friends, cause they they would have been off on the weekends too, I couldn't, cause I was at work, and I just felt like I couldn't, I couldn't do anything during the week. I, all I had, to, all I could do was go to work and go home, and I, I actually and I hated it. I really. I hate it and I don't know if that's gonna be the life I'm gonna live after grad school with at nine to five. I don't know. No, seriously. <laughs> know. It's repetitive, man. Yeah, it's it is. It is. And you just kinda of feel like you're just stuck in this I don't know, like this just just this like routine. This routine. This routine of like but a routine that you really didn't like you chose, but you didn't choose. So You're doing what she just basically had to do to Right, me. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So that, um, and just, of course, you know, realizing, like, who your real friends are. I think after college, you realize who your, who, your, who your real friends are because you don't have direct access to them anymore like you used to. Man. So, you realize who really who is really down for you. Like, who really cares about you? Who who checks in on you? Um, of course, I make with people, people check on me every single day. But, like, you know, periodically check on me. How them, are you in. doing, Alexis? Right. How are you doing? A simple how, you, how are you doing goes yeah. a long way. So... Those of you who haven't graduated, I mean, that's what's a little bit of. That's a, something that you're gonna deal with. <laughs> yes, just so be prepared. And and it kinda, it it hurts a little bit, but you but you will be thankful for it because it's like okay, I learned now. I learned that you know what, this person really wasn't. I don't, I didn't value that friendship like I thought I did, or they didn't value me like I thought they did, like I thought they did. So it's just just it's a learning experience.
1: A learning experience is what that person's meant to be in your life. They'll never go too far away.
0: Yeah. or Wasn't that? Yep. Yeah. It was meant to be. It'll be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, what about you, Adisha? What are some things you should so, have?
1: okay. So, when I graduated from college, of course, I was a political science pre-law major. So my plan was to, you know, go on to law school. So I got accepted into Thurgood Marshall, which is a school, um, it's T- Texas Southern University's law school in Houston, Texas. And I was supposed to go there, um, but ultimately I decided to take a break. So backtrack. Let me explain to y'all how I got to that point. So I graduated in May, and as mentioned previously, my LSAT score was relatively on the low side. So a lot of the schools that I really wanted to get into, I couldn't get into those schools because of my LSAT score. That was a reality. Um, with law school, it don't matter how high your GPA is or nothing like that, it's really about who you know. <laughs> mm. Everything is about who you know. Trust me. Life.
0: Remember that, y'all. <laughs> Build
1: those connections, OK? Mm. Build them because the GPA, my GPA did not matter. I have a really high GPA and they didn't get me into the top schools. You feel what I'm saying? So, really take advantage of networking and meeting people that can help you out. So, um, I couldn't get to the schools that I wanted to get into. So, Thurgood was my option. So, um, I graduated in May and I took like a month and a half break before I started my internship. So, I had a lot of time to really sit with myself and really think, okay, Adisha. What do you want to do? That's so me and God were in the cup. We were talking. We spend a lot of time together. And I'm just like, God, order my steps. So what I did was and I graduated, I said, you know what, God, I'm going to sign up and take this LSAT again. So I took the LSAT last time in June, June 3rd. I said, I'm going to take this LSAT. If my score increases, even by a few points, I'm going to take a year off and I'm going to study again. I'm going to take it one more time. So, took the SAT in June, got my scores back, my score increased. I said, okay, God, we on to something, right? Problem was, I didn't have a job <laughs> planned out. Because throughout college, I always said, you know what? Soon as I graduate, I'm going straight into law school. I ain't taking no breaks. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. I thought I had my life all planned out, but God had a different story for me. Mm. So... After that happened, I got my scores back and increased. I said, dang, now I gotta find a job. So I was at my internship. I was interning for Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson. And that was a really great experience. Problem with that was the internship was not paid. (laughs) It was more so experience based. (laughs) So I mean I had money that I saved. I had money from graduation, different things like that to hold me over. But I was relying on my parents a lot. I was Mm -hmm. in their pockets a lot and they, you know, reached a point in like July where they were like Adisha, like you're grown you have a degree you better go you want to take a year off you better go find a job you had better find a job because yeah. we can't keep doing this and that's not fair to them yeah. i have another sibling he's in college and they want to you know make sure he looks nice and that he has everything he needs mm-hmm. to so the, there's no way they can pay for two grown people there's no way they can pay the way for two grown people i said okay i gotta do something so me and one of my other nieces is jordan me and her at the time were both trying to find something so i mean literally bro i put in maybe a hundred applications i oh kid you know i was going to job fairs i was leaving my internship telling them hey i gotta go to an interview over here because like after this ends i gotta find something else you feel what i'm saying i gotta yeah. be making some money you know and so i even even y'all i even reached a point where i literally applied for uber i'm like you know what No, <laughs> <It's> it. <It's laughs> like something. seriously bro like i got a degree but I gotta do what I gotta do to make yes. some money, bro. I, I don't like sitting around broke not having enough money in my House pocket. Parents for so that ain't the way. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, I did all of that. Next thing you know, y'all, I was sitting at my desk. I remember this like it was yesterday. I get a call from a 502 number. So, if any of y'all are from Texas, a 502 number is an Austin number. So, I'm like, this must be a bill collector or something like that. Answer the phone. And the lady gets on the phone and she's like, um, hey... Um, I work for, my boss's name is Royce West, and she said, um, we're looking for a college student with a degree to come work for his campaign. Y'all, those hundred applications I put in did not include that job. I never put in an application for the job that I have now. They literally pulled my resume from two years ago because I was in the internship program. Y'all, God is so good. They could have called anybody else. There are so many other people who also want the job I have now. They could have called anybody else, but they called me. Mm. They called me, y'all. So maybe a week after that, I went in for an interview, and I've been working there every since, y'all. And it has been one of the most valuable experiences, and I'm happy that I took a year off. My boss... He is like a mentor to me. I really do admire him, and I look up to him. And he has put me in places that I would have never been in at this point in my life had it not been me working for this job. I mean, he sits us down with millionaires. I mean, <laughs> people that own banks. Um, he, I've been able to meet the district attorney of Dallas. I really want to work for the DA's office. The judge who was over Amber Geiger's trial, I've been in the same space with her. I mean, so many affluent black people. Like, he is all about mentorship and really putting you in position to network and build your own connections. And so, I am just filled with joy. He founded a law school in Dallas, one of which is my top choice. And he wrote my recommendation letter, y'all. What you doing, Mr. <laughs> you know, and basically... Had it not been for that, who knows? Where you would be? Where I'd be. I would have been at a school that I honestly really didn't have my heart involved with, but I was just going to please other people. Mm-hmm. We're doing something. Yeah. So let me explain to y'all this. Because a lot of y'all have already either already graduated or preparing to graduate. If the plan does not go according to what you thought it was, it is okay. It's okay. For the plan to detour a little yes. bit. Yes. And that's why this year I'm kind of taking a step back from doing all the goal setting yeah. and planning. And I'm just allowing God to order my steps. Because
0: He keeps he keep showing He keeps showing himself, He gonna keep, He
1: keep showing up and showing up. <laughs> but you got to have faith. Mm. When Bro, when I, I applied for all those jobs, not even one called me. And I was getting a lot of denial letters. I'm like, dang, I have a I'll whole
0: agree. degree.
1: Why is that degree you, not good enough? What more do you want from me? You know, and it's just like He literally had everything planned out. All I
0: had to do was walk with me. Trust the process. Trust the entire process, y'all. And I just love the fact that me and I usually have the same story. Like, honestly, our stories are very, very similar. And we can both be able to share our experiences with y'all. Because like I mentioned um, before, I did not, I didn't, I, I planned to go to grad school after college Shoot, I was going to. That's what, what I was going to do. But I had to find a job because I, I was realizing, okay, this GRE is not turning out like I thought it was going to turn out. Um, and I, I felt, you know, I felt down about myself as well, but God made a way for me. He said, no, Nikita, if this is what I have for you, this is what you. this is what you want to do, we can do it, let's do it. But again, it just takes you putting in your work and taking your craft seriously. Like, like again, like I mentioned in the last podcast, the mamba mentality, it still applies to this the as well. The mamba mentality, bro. It applies to this. So whatever you said, say that you want to do, know that it's going to take some work. And it may not turn out the way you want it to. But if you just trust in the process, it'll be better than what you ever could have imagined.
1: And you know what? You may get a lot of rejections letters, but guess what? All it takes is that one acceptance, that one person will call you and give you an opportunity. Then that will set you up for success. Yeah. So keep trying, keep running. Don't fall, don't give up on yourself. And if y'all need any, if anybody out there is going through something like this and you want somebody to talk to, please reach out to the podcast. Yes. Reach out to Nikia and I personally. And we would love to just share any advice or useful tips that definitely, we have. Definitely, definitely. So, so the one thing that we would like to do is to be more interactive with our audience. So a, a week or so ago, we put posed some questions regarding post-grad life. So one of the questions we asked graduates was, what's been your biggest challenge post-graduation? And we got a lot of responses, so we want to share some useful tips for them. So one person told us that the most biggest challenge they've had post-graduation is finding a job. Finding a job. Which we just kind of um, reiterated that. It's really difficult nowadays to find a job actually in your field. That she went to school for, which sucks. It's like, you spend all of this money on this degree, and it doesn't guarantee you a job.
0: Yeah. And you just feel like, you felt almost, like, purposeless. Like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing this for? What did I go through all this for in school to come out on a job? Like, the whole reason I went to college in the first place was
1: to get a job, so. College, I mean, y'all, is almost a scam, I feel like. Almost. Almost. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely a scam. Like, Half of that stuff that they make us pay for, like statistics and all that. Bro, I'm in, I'm a political... I'm working in politics. I don't need no damn statistics <laughs> to do anything with. Physics, I don't need physics. Like, like no, why I am I taking that. shit that I don't need? And why are y'all taking all this money from me from to take it? It's crazy. It's wrong. Like, what y'all should be teaching us to do is about stocks. Um, how to build credit, mm. um, mortgage, like different things like that, that really are important.
0: Yeah. it's going to really set you up for like...
1: Healthcare. Yes,
0: Yes. Things like that. <laughs> like, things like that, that you really don't know unless you're taught. So... <sighs> it really sucks. And they
1: really need to do better. They have to do better than what they're doing. Okay, so that's basically the multitude of the questions that we got for graduates was basically about finding a job. So y'all just keep trying, keep putting your best forward And hey, at the end of the day, if you have to do something that's not in your field, go for it. It's okay. 90% of people are not doing what they went to college for. Right. (laughs) You would be surprised. It's very normal. so. So be open to change. Yeah. Okay, so the next question we asked is what scares you the most about post-grad life? And we pose this question to people that haven't graduated from college yet. So one of the things that we got, which me and Nikia have not touched on, is Mm -hmm. having to live with your parents. Oh,
0: my gosh. (laughs) So what has your experience been like with that, Nikia? Oh, my goodness. I... I don't know where to even start. I think for me, it was... Again, not having that privacy of like, if I go somewhere, I don't have to tell you where I'm going. I can just get up and go. Um, but this, but then remembering you're in your parents' house, so you have to yep. respect their wishes and what they want from you. Um, so it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. My, son, my mom, I love her to death, but she she still treats me like a child. So me not, like, me trying to like not, not get upset with her when she does things like that. Because I know I I will always be her child, like her baby, even though I'm not a baby anymore. That was kind of annoying, but it's okay. I got that over it. And just trying, just just trying to tell you, uh, explain to your parents that the person I left in 2015 going Ooh, to college, we, it's a big one. High, You know, coming from high school, going to college. That person compared to this person after graduating from college are two different people. Two different people. And it's okay. It's not that big. It's not like you know. I've changed for the worse. I've changed for the best. You, for goodness sake, you've been there through my changes. You've been there through my ups and downs, so you already know. So I think that trying to re- reiterate that to my parents, like I've changed. I'm not. A, I'm not a kid. My outlook on life is different, but for the better. I just need you to work with me. Yeah, and
1: parents have to be able to really kind of like get to know you again, get to know this new. That's a great way to
0: put it. Yes, being open to getting to know you again, and you know, trying to put put aside that bias of my baby didn't used to do this, used to do this you used to act like that my my mom says it all the time (laughs) and it makes me so upset you
1: speak so sweet girl Girl,
0: I'm (laughs) grown that's the difference I learned I learned (laughs) now I'm like you but you don't like it (laughs) I'm probably more like you than you think I am yes (laughs) you don't know how to deal with it but yeah, I love that. That was a great way to put that. Very,
1: very... Um, so I moved back here with, with my parents too, and my parents, I have the fun parents. I will say that the fun parents, when we do hookah outside, oh. and a lot of smoking, a lot of drinking. <laughs> my good. mom doesn't, she, my mom doesn't, my mom is a nurse right now, and she just got a job where she's working at a place where they try to like... Um, get people to like get off drugs so she's like anti-marijuana anti-everything but everybody else they pour everything you know what i'm That's saying like <laughs> so we always have a lot of fun but like the said it has been difficult because like you know in college you just get up and go and she, please now you got to tell me when mama's telling me, where you at? Where? And I'm just like, bro. Who are you with? How long are you going to be there? I'm grown, oh. man. I'm grown. <laughs> and another thing, I love my mama to death. I love her so much. And mama, I know you listening. <laughs> but <laughs> she can be a bit of a helicopter parent. Oh, yes. All in my, you know, kind of in the Kool-Aid, what? a little bit too much. Ear hustling on my conversation. Oh, you want to phone arguing, <laughs> And this is like, bro, like, now, like, I'll, like, go. if I'm trying to have a serious conversation with someone, I'll go sit in my car.
0: You can go outside. I don't want
1: you in my business. Like, if I want to talk to you about this, I will tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't and something's going on, she gets upset because she feels like I should go to her. But certain things, I just kind of want to figure out on my own. So it's just a lot of disparity with that, but what I've realized is that soon I'm gonna have to move out of there You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like I like being in my own space and being able to control for one who comes to my home Right. Oh, uh, and my parents are both extreme extroverts. So they love, oh, they love company. That's why I'm an introvert. They talk oh, really? so much. They love being around people. I don't like being around people. That's our house. That's my personal space. Oh no, baby, they love it. Like I'm 22, right? It has okay. Granted, it has never been a time where it has literally been just my brother, my mom, and my dad. Like in the house, never. What? My parents always because they're the type of people. You know, we need to help people. We need to help people get on their feet.
0: Okay, okay. So other people like come stay with us because them.
1: you know when they moved here to Dallas, you know I'm from East Texas. They came here with nothing. Okay. and they knew what it was like to not have anything so they they, they, they try to help people and I respect that and different things like that but then again I feel like some people take advantage of them and I see it and they don't see it coming and that makes me so mad because I'm like these people will literally take the shirt off their back to help anybody but people won't do the same for them and that hurts them a lot of times but they keep helping people won't stop they will not stop and I just I love them so much and I always tell them if I could just be half of what y'all are you'll be good God is going to be welcoming me into heaven's gates with open arms <laughs>
0: Come <on> in, Adisha. <laughs> so um yeah y'all
1: so that's my thing with parents.
0: that um so those of you who after college will have to move back with your parents I mean just just, just try to be prepared. Because, hey, and
1: there's nothing wrong with it. Hey, right. I've been able to save a lot of money. Save a lot
0: of money. So Pay off now. debt,
1: all of that. So there are pros to it. And they do maybe pay a few of my bills now. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't have to do that in college. <laughs> I have to budget. I have had to learn how to budget. But, bro, it, it'll help, y'all. It pays off. It'll
0: be okay. You'll get through it. You'll get through it.
1: So... That basically wraps up the podcast for today. Um, as we've told you, we're in a bathroom actually right now getting yes. dressed <laughs> at the ponds. So if you hear a lot of noise, we're so sorry. Um, but we really wanted to record something to put it out for y'all.
0: Here. Yeah, so I really hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. We'll be back, of course, you know, next week back in Texas with our, um, our next episode. Before we close out, we are going to just provide you with some... Um, Shout-outs from black-owned businesses that we support. So um, thank you guys again for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends. Peace.
1: (laughs) If you're tired of boring lashes and need a bit of a spark in your life, shop the hottest lashes in the world. Luna Hotties Lashes is the most diverse lash company around. They have different varieties to choose from. You have the classy chic lashes to a night on the town lashes. All lashes are on sale for $5, so shop till you drop. Become a Luna hottie today. You can follow Luna hottie on Instagram at the CEO's account at Alexis Star, and you can follow their business page at Luna hotties. All advertised companies will be tagged below. Shop Luna hotties.
0: Hello, my name is Rachel and my small business is called Styles by Rach. I specialize in custom making wigs. I provide coloring services, wig installs, and sew-ins. When it comes to custom wigs, I'm currently located in Austin, but I do provide shipping within the U.S. If you're interested in my services or would like more information, you can reach out to me and follow me on Instagram at Styles by Rach, spelled S-T-Y-L-E-Z-B-Y-R-A-C-H.
1: All advertised companies will be dropped on our Instagram account. Y'all, it is so imperative that we support our own people and we begin putting money into our own businesses. What do I mean by that? Black businesses, promoting black wealth. We have got to start doing that. So, for the duration of this podcast, every week we will be promoting a black business so if you or anyone else would like your business promoted or if you have a friend that has a business that they would like to be promoted please let us know and we would love to advertise them free of charge on our show thank y'all for y'all support